Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Global China Today. This is your host Amanda and Xin. As Boris Johnson steps down, the race to become the next Prime Minister of the UK intensifies between two candidates: Rishi Sunak, ex-Chancellor of Exchequer, and Liz Truss, ex-Secretary of State for Foreign Affairs. In this episode, we're going to focus on one particular aspect of the debate, which brought our attention, which is the two candidates' opposing views on how the UK ought to handle UK-China relations. Before we dive into the anti-China rhetoric of the two sides, we'll look at a brief overview of UK-China relationships. In the recent decades, UK-China relationships experienced ups and downs. In 1986, Queen Elizabeth II made a state visit to China, and thus became the first British monarch to visit China. In 1997, the UK returned the sovereignty of Hong Kong back to China. In 2008. The UK recognized Tibet as an integral part of China, and China's President Hu Jintao invited British Prime Minister David Cameron for talks in Beijing. In 2010, two countries began to host talks revolving around military cooperation, and in 2013, UK-China talks reopened on issues of establishing more trade links. Hence, UK-China relations entered a golden era under Cameron. Nevertheless, the relationship began to deteriorate with a series of incidents, including rejection of Huawei by Britain, national security law passed in Hong Kong in 2020, as well as COVID pandemic. Along with the U.S.-China trade war, anti-China rhetoric in European countries are also intensifying, and is exemplified in the competition between Sunak and Truss to become the next British Prime Minister. In their debate, Sunak and Truss clash over who would take the toughest stance against China. Each side seems to be competing with each other on who has the toughest anti-China eloquence. Sunak claims that China is the largest threat to Britain and the world's security, and proposed measures to reduce Beijing's influence in the UK, including banning all branches of the Confucius Institute in the UK to reduce China's soft power. Sunak also proposed to use tougher new national security laws to protect UK tech startups from Chinese investment, and also banning Chinese acquisitions of sensitive British firms. He even advocated for a new NATO-style international alliance against alleged Chinese cyber threats, and even proposed establishing a British agency to counter the alleged Chinese espionage. However. The foreign secretary said Sunak had been soft over China. She claims she is even more willing to stand up to Beijing than her previous presidents. Her allies also revealed that Sunak this year was planning to restart the UK-China economic and financial dialogue. Truss also seems to be taking an aggressive stance against Beijing. She expresses her dissatisfaction with China's unfair subsidies to state-owned enterprises, stating that this is the reason people have lost faith in globalization. She wants to be tougher on China's unfair practices in international commerce. She also called on countries such as Japan and Australia to cooperate with the North Atlantic Treaty Organization to protect the Pacific Ocean and enable Taiwan to defend itself against the Mainland People's Liberation Army, which has just admitted it has inferior naval, land, and air forces. Though she did not repeat that remark in the recent speech, her whole stance on the threat to liberty. The central theme of all her speeches suggests she would at least push America towards a more proactive stance on Taiwan if she became prime minister.
Despite their anti-China rhetoric during their campaigns, neither of them responded to the crucial question: Are they really committed to cracking down on the UK's biggest individual import partner? It seems to us that the whole anti-China eloquence is more of an appeal to the public sentiment rather than providing concrete solutions to existing problems. What do you think? Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.